Hi everyone, welcome to the Fallible Management Podcast. Today I want to build on the last episode where I explained two approaches to problem solving. One, the Popperian method, where you start from a problem, you guess a solution and you error correct it. And another method being the inductive method, the traditional one where you start from a problem, but you first gather data try to build up a solution from the data, which is impossible, by the way, spoiler. Um, But when you uh, have solutions build up from that data, you then select the solution and implement it. Those are two uh, different methods uh, of problem solving. And as I said, the companies tend to follow uh, significantly the second method. And I'm going to illustrate one uh, today, uh, which comes literally from... Uh, textbook methodology that is being uh, uh, taught in in organizations in continuous improvement uh, trajectories and it's called the DEMAIC problem solving approach so the D stands for define the M stands for measure the A stands for analysis the I stands for improve and the C stands for control And when I'm literally reading off the steps of this method, uh, it goes as follows. So define is the description of a problem, the high-level mapping of a problem, the linkage with KPIs, the scope of the problem you want to solve. The measure, M, is a as-is situation mapping and also the desire-to-be mapping, uh, including target performance KPIs but a mapping and a visualization of the to be, that's the measure step. The analysis step is uh, looking at, um, you know, how frequently does the problem occur? What is the impact of the problem today? And what is the root cause analysis? So what are the causes for the problem as we have identified it? What is uh, the frequency and impact of the problem? That's the analysis phase. Then the I stands for improve. So we need to map and visualize the solution, define improvement actions to implement the solution, get sponsor approval, and also test and evaluate in a pilot. And then the C is control, that is just um, sustaining the solution. Uh, So handing it over, following it up, uh, tracking the KPI performance, etc. So that's DEMAIC. Now, my main quibble with this is that nowhere in everything I have uh, read out is the most significant steps, well, I I think there are two significant steps, but already starting with one very significant step, is somebody having an idea for what to do. That's not being mentioned in any of those steps, um, but somebody has to guess an idea to improve the situation and hence solve the problem. And in all that, uh, in all those steps and the sub-steps, This is never mentioned. I mean, they jump from root cause analysis to mapping and visualizing the solution. Um, But in between those two steps is the creative act of coming up with an idea to improve the problem. Because the, the root cause analysis doesn't lead you to a solution. It's only a way of scoping the problem more narrowly uh, and eliminating causes you're not going to work on uh, and being left with the causes that you do want to uh, remove or improve. And then map and visualize the solution. The, the, The literally next step is the step where you already have the solution. So in between those 
is somebody actually having an ID and that's completely left out from this method. Uh, I don't know why, uh, probably it's assumed or it's uh, assumed to be trivial. Uh, whereas having the ID uh, is uh, the only step which will cause an implementation and eventually cause a solution to the problem. Um, and it's it's left out. Uh, so there's a lot of steps and sub-steps, but none of them is the actual step where somebody created an ID to uh, alleviate a certain cause of a problem. Uh, so that's one quibble. Uh, then the other one is that the... The it's more subtle one, but um, the solution always has to be improved. We, we, we error correct our solutions in, in the Popperian method. So we're trying to seek arguments or experiences, uh, pilots that refute uh, the, the plan or the idea that, that give us different outcomes than what we had planned or what our plan foresaw. And error correction is the second most important step and actually allows the ID, the initial ID that was created, uh, to be even further improved. And so error correction is a vital step, uh, can take many, many, many iterations subsequent to the first initial ID uh, in order to get to a, an actually working solution. And it's also not left out completely as with the first step, like the ID creation, but it's, it's very, uh, it's treated as, you know, very insignificant or not that important. I mean, they mention things like test pilot, do a test pilot and then evaluate the pilot, but it's not that uh, the emphasis is on seek where the pilot went wrong and correct those errors. Uh, it's, it's like a standard step. Uh, I, I think they hope that the pilot goes right or you find all kinds of ways to make it look right and not have to turn back to the drawing board and, and, and just not lose time and be able to go on and advance. That's the way it's, it's formulated. Um, but, you know, I do admit that uh, doing a pilot is, is, is part of the methodology, but, but what is actually uh, important in doing a pilot is correcting errors from the pilot, and that should be explicit. Uh, it's not explicit in the method. Uh, it's probably, again, assumed. Um, it's it's uh, assumed to be trivial. I don't think it is, because, again, uh, identifying an error in a pilot requires creativity, again, and guesswork. Uh, and it should at least be an iteration loop that is significant enough and frequent enough for any kind of viable significant improvements to uh, allow to uh, be integrated in uh, the, the solution that, that, that is actually implemented. So um, that is also, I think, the, the second thing where these problem-solving methods are very silent about on the one hand and on the other hand, uh, where it deals with the most significant steps in any problem-solving uh, process um, and the steps that will actually going to cause a solution to emerge and cause a solution to eventually get implemented and cause, therefore, a problem to eventually be solved. Um, but none of these message, uh, methods are explicitly mentioning it. Uh, one hypothesis I have is that they want to depersonalize it a little bit and, and make it look like a kind of generic uh, recipe of steps. 
uh, that are not too dependent on a particular individual has a particular ID, as, a, as, the, as, as how I explained it. But I think in reality, that is the way uh, problems actually get solved. Um, but yeah, those steps are not uh, explicit nor um, emphasized in these uh, methods. One disadvantage of all of this is that you can create a kind of illusion that the method is the most important thing. Like, as long as you follow these steps, um, the problem will be solved and, and you'll get a good solution. And that's, of course, uh, completely wrong. Um, the, the, the following of a particular set of steps is independent of the creativity of uh, the person who has the ID and the creativity involved in the criticisms to improve that ID. Uh, and eventually, you know, the, the actual transformation or the actual change uh, when the solution is implemented is fairly independent of, you know, how rigorously you have followed the steps. But people want methodologies. People want to sell methodologies. People want to sell the idea that methodologies are vital and crucial uh, for the quality of a solution. But uh, in reality, or actually, they're uh, quite independent. Um, and that's not a huge problem because even with these methods, uh, problems actually get solved. Um, but it is it is sometimes um, yeah it sometimes lead to to this over uh, emphasis on methodologies and it, and and hence the under emphasis on creativity and error correction. Um, and that can eventually lead to worse solutions uh, or justified solutions that are still full of errors, uh, but that are justified uh, simply by saying, well, we have followed the method, so we have a, we have the solution. Uh, and all of those things are obviously wrong. Um, so no solution uh, can actually be derived from, uh, from a method. Uh, it's pure creativity and error correction. Um, so... I thought this was important enough to highlight. Uh, I always go against the stream when I'm seeing method slides like this. Uh, and we always have interesting debates and, and, and we tweak it a little bit and, and try to restore the emphasis on creativity and error correction. Uh, but if I don't do that, uh, yeah, these things tend to get sold uh, too easily, uh, I guess, and unfortunately so. Um, because if there's one thing we have to stress, then it is human creativity, both in coming up with solutions as well as critical arguments aimed at improving solutions. So this is what I wanted to share. Uh, thanks as always for listening. Hope to talk to you soon. Bye-bye.